Welcome back to Talk of the Town on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC on WHTC.com and on the WHTC app for your smartphone. Once again, here's your host, Gary Stevens. Welcome back to Talk of the Town for this Tuesday, February 27th. Fourth Tuesday of the month at this time, we get an update on what's going on with the Allegan County Community Foundation. Amanda Chapel on the other side of our table this morning. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning, Gary. Thanks well, for having me. Glad you are with us. And we'll talk about a few things going on with the Community Foundation. And if you have any questions about uh, the initiatives or about the foundation itself, Amanda would be happy to answer it at 616-395-1450. 616-395-1450. Those who are regular listeners to this particular program know that I am no fan of peanut butter. Therefore, I can only imagine how I would sound if I was trying to talk to Amanda and I was chewing some peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> it's the peanut butter drive going on right now. Uh, how long? The peanut butter drive kicked off on January 24th, which was National Peanut Butter Day, and it ends this week, Thursday, the 29th. Ooh. So we're in the home stretch. <laughs> a, lot, a couple of days left here. And again, uh, this more is it, this is not only to get peanut butter into the shelves of the pantries, the uh, pantries that serve the needy in Allegan County, but also raises awareness of what these pantries really do, isn't it? Yeah, I think the awareness piece is very critical. Um, we wouldn't continuously have three food drives a year for our pantries if it wasn't a need. And just, I believe this year, our pantries overall reported a 29% increase in the families and the individuals that they're serving. So more now than ever, um, our pantries and our residents, they need support. And through the peanut butter drive, the soup drive, the cereal drive, it's also a fun and engaging way to get community members on board. I mean, we have a pretty decent stockpile of peanut butter in our office right now, which typically we don't, but it's been fun for people just to drop by, drop off their peanut butter. Um, when we hosted cookies and milk, we had probably about 10 different community members stop in and have cookies. So it was, uh, again, another fun and engaging way. And I'm very excited because I was out of the office at the end of last week and I got a text from my coworker that we had a new community partner come forward and say, hey, we want to donate 960, I believe, jars of peanut butter. So that was a huge push at the end of the peanut butter drive that we're grateful for. And just another example of that awareness and community partnership piece. A little bit early to uh, say how successful this drive is yet, or, you know, do you have any trends, use of modern term? What's trending? Is it trending up, trending down, or what? From my knowledge. I believe we are trending up. So I don't know individually how the pantries are doing. But as I just mentioned, we had um, a pretty significant new community partner come forward. That's almost a thousand jars right there off of our goal. Um, monetary donations have been flowing relatively nice, which is great. We always want to encourage people to get out and visit pantries or drop sites. But at the end of the day, bulk purchasing is really in our wheelhouse and we have the ability to do that. So we're happy when we see donations come in. Um, and then just one really fun thing that comes out of this is, again, that engagement piece. So at the Saugatuck District Library, they decided to do a reading challenge. And so if children filled out um, this bookmark, they read so many books, an anonymous donor had come forward and was going to match um, dollars to buy peanut butter through that. So that was another way 
to see this thing come to life. And I think as we continue to do drives, the more we can make them interactive is super fun. If you got a question for Amanda Chapel of the Allegan County Community Foundation, 616-395-1450, 616-395-1450. In the category of hokey ideas, and I'm always, I'm never afraid to uh, step into hokey ideas, uh, to might uh, perhaps spur some more contributions or at least raise awareness. Um you could have a, a fun game that, that you know, you, you get, especially get played like in Halloween time. You know, guess how many, guess how many candies are in the jar. And the one who guesses the closest amount, you know, wins, you know, either wins the jar or, you know, you put you know, money in and you get half of, you know, it's like a 50-50 draw. Uh, how many jars of peanut butter will be collected by the Allegan County Community Foundation in the peanut butter drive? Yeah, that's actually really fun. I like that idea, and we'll have to use that going forward, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another one is, which brand of peanut butter will win out? I know there are people who have their preferences. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, will, will, will the evil forces of Skippy or will the good forces of Peter Pan, <laughs> well, or Jeff, oh, yeah, be choosy? Uh, <laughs> or maybe even the store brands. I don't know. You know, these are just ideas to try to, you know, make some, well, you can do it in cereal drive too. Yeah, that'll <laughs> uh, coming be coming up, up here in the spring. Yep. So, uh, yeah, and I'll definitely cue Brian Vanderark's uh, cereal song when the next time <laughs> we'll, we'll do that. But it's, it is fun thing, but it is actually a fun way of, as you mentioned, uh, raising awareness of the needs of uh, these pantries. How many pantries are served by, well, in this particular case, the peanut butter drive, sure. but, but overall, what, how many pantries are involved with the foundation's efforts? Sure. So the Allegan County food pantry collaborative, that's our food pantry program under the foundation. And there are currently 18 pantries across the County that are in this group. And in addition to the three drives that we put on a year, they meet, and I might get this wrong because I'm not directly, yeah. <laughs> but they do meet, I believe quarterly and I actually went to the last quarterly meeting, and it's great to get all of the people who are doing the same things in the same room to share resources, to share ideas, to make sure, you know, they're not doing the same things or if they could do something together or better. So um, there's that piece of the Food Pantry Collaborative, and then we support them with additional funding for whenever we are able to purchase food to stock their shelves because that's our main mission of the Food Pantry Collaborative is to support those pantry partners so that they can better serve the residents in our county. Based on your interactions with the collaborative, um, it's great to have fun initiatives such as Souptober and the cereal drive and the peanut butter drive. But really, what needs are they not, or shall we say the challenges that they have in them right now? Because of more people coming in, where are they saying, hey, we're lacking in this area or in that area? that perhaps the foundation and then the community itself could respond to? Sure. So again, this is from my personal knowledge and just from what I observe and know, but I think with the influx of people, not only food is obviously going to be the number one need. I think in some cases it's volunteers. Some of these pantries are bigger ones and that's great. Some of them are smaller volunteer run or only have one paid full-time person. So volunteering 
hands to help. I know some of them are always looking for boxes or carts or, you know, additional materials to service their families. And then I think in addition to that and where the foundation, the Food Pantry Collaborative is always trying to keep a pulse on is just in terms of technology, professional development. Again, with smaller organizations, they don't always have the same access to tools. And it's all about how they can more effectively and efficiently serve families as the number keeps adding. And of course, another challenge is trying to uh, serve the needs in our economic times when we are seeing inflation and things Mm -hmm. are costing more. You know, let's put it this way, the needs grow, but also the costs for fulfilling those needs grow exponentially as well. Absolutely. And again, just (laughs) stressing back to that bulk purchasing idea, but in, you know, times like that or when we're seeing inflation and it might be affecting our pantries, it's just a great way for the foundation to be able to be a partner and help out to fulfill some of those needs. If you got a question for Amanda Chappell, she is with the Allegan County Community Foundation, 616-395-1450, 616-395-1450. Feeding the needy is one thing. Housing the needy is something entirely not different, but uh, definitely along the same lines. Uh, it's one thing to have a full belly. It's another thing to have a roof over one's head. And the Allegan County Housing Initiative is definitely in the wheelhouse of the foundation. Yes, so um, I'm filling in for Stephanie, our CEO, today. She's actually um, in Washington, D.C. with the Council of Michigan Foundations at a program called Foundations on the Hill, where they are meeting with different Michigan policymakers to discuss different opportunities and partnerships in philanthropy and government share and advocate for different issues. So I know housing is not just a big topic of conversation for us in Allegan County, but all over the place. So kind of exciting for Stephanie to be in Washington today and um, hopefully discussing and sharing and collaborating. But on that note, the Allegan County Housing Initiative. So back last year, we commissioned a um, housing assessment with different community partners from Bowen National Research. And This past week, we had our first housing group meeting, and um, I think this meeting, Stephanie shared with me that it was very successful. There was a lot of brainstorming and meaningful conversations happening about, okay, we have this data. This was identified, like, what are we going to do about it? How are we going to implement these things? And um, one thing that she shared is it might have taken time to get this group together but that's the most important part is having the right people in the room with the right backgrounds and skill sets to actually take this thing and lift it off the ground. Um, So they will be putting together some action plans. And I know that we are very or very excited to continue sharing um, what's going to come from this. And while the foundation is not going to physically be building the 6,200 units that were, you know, the gap that was identified, our part in this is really being the connector and bringing the people together and, you know, obviously funding where we can and, and help connecting people. So very exciting to continue to get this thing off the ground. Uh, it's going to be interesting uh, to see this effort and this initiative. Part of what has to go into the planning is, okay, the need is there. How do we address it? Where do we address it? And it's not just a case of, well, we need X amount of houses in a certain area. You know, let's put it this way. A lot of people might say, we agree that we need housing, but not in my backyard. 
<laughs> so zoning is, mm-hmm. you know, getting the housing and being able to build the houses without too much flack. That's we're juggling things. <laughs> yeah. And I know that that was, um, there was intention right behind picking or not picking, but connecting with people to be in this group. And so there's, you know, people from the township are being looped in. There's people, there's builders, there's realtors, there's developers, there's all these skill sets, like I, I said, because there are things like zoning and things like, you know, the banking side of things. There's a lot that goes into it. So um, it, they're, they're getting there. Yeah. It's not a one meeting fits all. Yeah. The housing stock work group is... What it's uh, called, yep. It says working on this Allegan County Housing Initiative. And um, uh, now the full action plan is expected to be rolled out this spring, spring 2024. That's what, you know, Stephanie uh, and those who are behind it, uh, we, we'll be hearing some news hopefully soon on that as we're getting yes. almost to spring 2024. 616-395-1450. If you have a question about the Allegan County Community Foundation, Amanda Chap will be happy to answer it. 616-395-1450. Uh, let's talk a little bit about, um, there's a couple of things I want to hit after the break, but before that, uh, let's talk a little bit about the the youth groups. I, you know, the lack of a better term, but uh, definitely uh, the, uh, the youth effort about... Uh, and I, I'm I'm scrolling out the tag team uh, and scholarships. It's uh, it's that time of year, isn't it? It is that time of year. So yes, um, we'll we'll hit scholarships first. So the foundation administers scholarships, countywide opportunities, and we partner with some of the schools in the district to administer all of their scholarships. So we're working with Plainwell and Saugatuck um, Public Schools on that. Deadlines are approaching. So this is my call to students or parents of students or grandparents who might be listening. If you have a student in Allegan County, make sure that they are, one, aware of the opportunities through the foundation. If they're not, please have them go to our website, www.alleganfoundation.org. And we have um, a beautiful page where scholarships are broken down by school. And then we have a tab for countywide scholarships because there are some that it doesn't matter what high school you go to. Um, And And March 18 is the application deadline. Yes, so... That is coming up quick. <laughs> I'm looking at the calendar, the community calendar on the page, which is AlleganFoundation.org. And, uh, yes, that's my cheat sheet, but, <laughs> hey, sometimes you you need to have a cheat sheet so you sound a little bit more intelligent than you are. But, anyway, uh, the deadline for the high school applications uh, is the 18th, AlleganFoundation.org forward slash scholarships, and you'll get more information about that. Amanda, we mentioned the fact that uh, the 18th of May of March is the deadline for the high school scholarship applications through the Allegan County Foundation. The following day, Tuesday the 19th, very big day. If my calculations are correct, three weeks from today, Allegan County gives. Tell us all about it. Yes, I'm so excited. So on March 19th, is our second annual Allegan County Gives. Um, this day is special for ACCF. So in March, on March 19th, 1965, that was the day our trust was signed. And then three years later in 1969, um, our first endowed fund was started, which was the $1.2 million bequest that still supports the operations of the foundation today. 
Last year on March 19th, we decided that we wanted to dedicate a day to Allegan County to show what happens when we give our time, talent, and treasure and to give community members opportunities to give their time, talent, and treasure. So last year, um, this day was a virtual event. It was on a Sunday, I believe, and we offered $10,000 as a match um, to any of our endowed funds at ACCF. Super fun day. We ended up raising $13,000, matching it. So $23,000 went into our endowed funds at the foundation. This year, we are happy to announce that we have $15,000 available as a match to any of our funds at ACCF. We hold about 160 funds, give or take. So an exciting opportunity for those who do have funds with us as a you know way to grow their funds. But a component of this day that I'm super excited about and have been working on is our first ever volunteer fair. So on this day at the Silo in Allegan from 11 to 2, we are hosting a volunteer fair to connect people with ways they can give their time and talent. So far, we have about 20 different organizations from across West Michigan signed up that support and work in Allegan County. It'll be a great time. We'll have um, some light refreshments, some fun music, maybe some fun hourly prizes, opportunities to um, support nonprofits, and hopefully a lot of meeting and greeting and connecting people with causes that they're passionate about. Again, three weeks from today, which will be the 19th, a Tuesday, March 19th, uh, again at the Siler off of 32nd Street down in Allegan uh, from 11 a.m. until 2 p.m. So basically it's a case of it's the full day of giving, but really it's to highlight the entire 24 hours. And mm-hmm. it would be nice if 15000 was raised and 15000 matches. Yeah, I have a pretty good <laughs> feeling about it. It was it's really fun. You know, everyone wants their donation to be matched and wants to support their cause. And so um, I'm excited to see how fast we can hopefully get to 15. Yeah, we'll see. 616-395-1450. Let's talk a little bit about something you uh, mentioned in passing. And um, the notice came out last week. The Teens Aiding Growth Team, or the TAG Team, uh, announced its grant awards, more than 40 requests will receive 22 organizations will uh, share grants totaling $60,000. Not bad. No, not bad at all for our group of teens. So our tag team, Teens Aiding Growth, we have students from seven out of nine districts in Allegan County. They come together yearly, and grant making is one of their um, primary things that they do. So we have a youth endowment fund for them, and each year they're able to give away between 50 and $65,000. I was a member of the tag team and now I'm on the other side and as an advisor and every year, no matter the group or the requests, um, it is so fun to watch these kids go through these grant applications. I mean, not many teenagers are able to allocate $60,000 and to watch them do it with such um, intention and such passion is and maturity and maturity. Yes. Um, They're very serious about it. And you know, you're always going to have some people who really feel passionate about this and some people who really feel passionate about that, but to see them work it out and really go through, um, how does this benefit youth? Does this benefit a lot of youth? Is this something that we really need? And to hear things come from them because they're the youth. They're the ones seeing their friends need this. They're the ones needing, um, things themselves. And so it's a very fascinating process. And as soon as we wrap up grants, they actually move into scholarship review. So, um, Another plug to finish your applications. 
but they award a scholarship each year. And our next meeting coming up on March 9th, I believe, they will be doing the same type of review process to award um, one to three students in Allegan County with a scholarship. So again, um, they're a very passionate, inspiring group. And it, it it changes over. I mean, in terms of, you know, it's no more than maybe a year or two as a member of the council. Or do you get ones that maybe come in as a freshman, they stay for the four years? <laughs> so we do. We actually have two students who came to us. We accept eighth graders. Mm-hmm. And so um, we've had them two years so far. So my hope is that we have them for a few more years. But, um, yeah, about two years is probably the average amount of time that we have a student. And they are put forward, I mean, they apply, or are they put forward, like, say, by the by their uh, advisors at their schools saying, hey, this is something that to enhance your, uh, your, your profile when you're trying to get a scholarship, you're trying to get into school, uh, you know, community service, this would be great for you. So this, is it more application or is it advising or a little bit of both? It's a little bit of both. So in years past, um, it's been a lot of advising and, and working with schools. And we actually started a more formal application process. I mean, it's not really a long application. It's more so collecting data and, you know, a quick question about what sparked their interest to be on tag team. Um, but we're getting to the point where we're having the max amount of participation from some schools. And so we have to have some type of application to um, sort out, but super fun. We are missing representation from Hopkins and Wayland. So if you're a listener and know a student in Hopkins or Wayland, we'd love to have them on our team next year. Northeast Allegan County, they need to respond on that real quick i'm just looking at the community calendar free hearing and vision screenings at the uh uh, allegan county health department i know it's you know it's doing as a community service but that is also uh, to to me that's that's a that's filling a need (laughs) even though it's not technically anything through the foundation itself Yes, it's a great opportunity. We're grateful, one, that the, it's a service offered, and then, two, the health department's really good about putting that type of stuff on our radar through our calendar so that we can share the opportunity because I think that's something that's really a common need throughout any community is there's always a lot of services available. How do we communicate those services to our a- residents? Along that line, and I'm not certain how, yeah, this is through the foundation, uh, on the 25th, there's a community information exchange work group meeting. It's the second meeting on this. And this, to me, it sounds like, you know, hey, how can we disseminate more information? You know, let's get everybody working together. Uh, 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 Lauren Hunt Vandeplog is uh, the one that's behind this thing. Yes, so that is, Lauren is our community impact officer who oversees um, the multi-agency collaborative council and part of that work that she does one of these work groups is the community information exchange which i know she's wicked smart and wicked passionate about um all of the things but especially the cie and the goal of it you know is how do we get everyone that's offering services to residents in our county to be looking at the same thing to have the same access to the same data so that someone doesn't have to tell their story seven times to seven (laughs) different agencies right (laughs) Um, and so, again, it's kind of like the housing project. It's a more longer-term project, um, but we're always trying to think along those lines of effectiveness and efficiency. 
more information about the Allegan County Community Foundation, AlleganFoundation.org, AlleganFoundation.org. You can call the foundation at 269-673-8344, Amanda Chappell, as always, thank you very much for telling us what's going on with the foundation. Wish you, Stephanie, and everybody well down there. And if all goes well, we'll do this again next month. Thank you. Thanks, Gary. Thank you very much, Amanda Chappell on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC.